So I have a question for you today. Do you have a marketing problem or do you have a fear problem? We're going to get right into that right after this quick intro. Hello, hello, everybody. I am jumping on to uh, all kinds of streaming platforms right now. Um, welcome to all those that are uh, popping in from LinkedIn and my Facebook personal page, business page, Facebook group, Hey Girl, Hey, um, Twitter, Periscope, and of course, YouTube. Um, we are so excited to have you here. So I am Charvette Mitchell, and I work with female entrepreneurs and a few lucky men to enable them to build their online platforms and personal brands so that they generate more revenue. And I do that focused on three things, on marketing, visibility, and branding. And so today, which is a, a listen, a Friday here in Richmond, Virginia, we are snowed in, we are iced in, it's a, it's a updo ponytail kind of day. Um, and this is the kickoff of Valentine's weekend. So um, sending all kinds of love out to all of those that are, um, that are watching this at some point. And um, I have a question that I'm posing. Do you have a marketing problem or do you have a fear problem? All right. So I see a bunch of uh, viewers coming on in. Hello. Hello. Hey, uh, Jasmine. Hey, Tyrese. Hello, uh, Angelica. Thank you so much for popping on in. Um, we see you coming on in. And again, um, what we're going to be talking about on this, this Friday is do you have a marketing problem or a fear problem? problem. And if you are catching this in the replay, um, you are just uh, welcome just as much as everyone else. So just, just type in hashtag replay um, if you're catching this later. So for the live viewers that are here again on a Friday, um, I work with um, a lot of, listen, I, Yvette is saying fear. She's 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 going right in there and, and recognizing that it's fear. I see some other uh, Tyrese is saying fear. And so um, oftentimes when I'm working with clients or just observations in the market, um, when we talk about marketing, when we talk about visibility, marketing is shining a light on you, oftentimes your product and or your business or your service. Um, and that can be uncomfortable for people. That can be uncomfortable to have the spotlight put on you. Again, increasing the visibility of your brand and of your product and your service, increasing your visibility, uh, your personal brand can be uncomfortable for people. And so as people start marketing and getting out there and putting out their products and services, sometimes things may not go always as we think, right? Thank you. Yvette is saying, or should I say a little both, a little bit of fear and a little bit of marketing um, going on there. So Oftentimes, people will launch things. It could be a new product. It could be a service. It could be a program. They could send a proposal in um, to to somewhere, and it doesn't necessarily go maybe the way that they that they think. And then they might start to question their marketing. But I have another. I want to want us to actually look at fear. I want us to actually question fear first. So there are a couple things that we can look at to see if fear played a role perhaps in what we feel is maybe hindering our marketing um, or hindering the impacts of our marketing. So um, the first thing that I want to look at is procrastination. Are there any self-proclaimed um, 
not shame to tell it, <laughs> procrastinators that are um, that are watching and listening. Go ahead and, and type in the comments if there are any, uh, and put a one in the comment if there if there's any procrastinators um, that are out here and you are self-proclaimed. You are the type of person that says, you know, you know what, I work better under pressure. Um, I like having that tight tight deadline. Yes, I might have a lot of time to do things. It might be getting a launch together again for a new program. It might be creating a new product. It might be doing a special sale. Uh, I was planning to do a sale for Valentine's, but I procrastinated. Listen, thank you. Hey, Tony and Winston, a, a bunch of the ones are coming in. Pastor Chandra, thank you. Yes. So there are some people who procrastinate. I want, to, I want to just challenge you. I'm not saying that this is everyone, but sometimes procrastination can be linked to fear, which is then impacting the marketing. So in the example of, hey, you wanted to do a Valentine's special for whatever whatever your business or your, your uh, organization is, um, but you procrastinated and waited. And now we're here at Friday. We're here at Friday uh, and Valentine's is on Sunday and you procrastinated and you didn't get out something a marketing venture, whatever, uh, advertising, whatever that it is that you wanted to do. Um, and so procrastination hindered the marketing, which could that have been self-sabotage? Could that have been fear stopping you thinking, well, who's is anybody going to buy it? Am I going to get the sales that I want? And maybe that is behind the procrastination. Oh my, yes, yes. My own pressure, not someone else's. Absolutely. The procrastination is oftentimes internal. The self-sabotage is oftentimes internal, not external to anyone else. So I want you to, I want you to consider if procrastination is um, the issue, if the procrastination is the issue. And if you're just popping in, hey, I'm Charvette Mitchell and I, I work with female entrepreneurs and a few lucky men uh, to enable them to build their online platforms and personal brands um, so that they generate more revenue. And we do that three ways, marketing, visibility, and branding. And we're talking about, and there's a question that is on the floor, do you have a marketing problem or do you have a fear problem? And that's what we're tackling. Um, I do wanna uh, pop up here that, um, Disappearing this weekend is the replay for a masterclass that I did this week uh, for must-have, free masterclass, for must-have video marketing strategies. So if you saw that or if you're just hearing about it, uh, jump over to joincharvette.com, which is scrolling uh, right across the screen, scrolling right across the screen there. Um, go to joincharvette.com, just put in your email and your name and you'll get immediate access to that complimentary masterclass four must-have video strategies um, that you want to be doing now. So I wanted to make sure that you were aware of that. So let's talk about the second thing. So we talked about is procrastination actually is the root of that fear, and that might be hindering your marketing. The next thing um, associated with that um, is perfectionism. I want it perfect. I don't want to put anything out unless it's perfect. Hey, Ayana, one of my platform builders. Good evening, D. I don't want to put anything out unless it's perfect. I want my sales page, the website to be perfect. I want the graphics to be perfect. I want what I'm saying in my emails to be perfect. And you are a perfectionist. Anyone here, anyone here associate with that? Put a one in the comments. Put a one in the comments. If you are saying, you know what? I am a perfectionist. Um, and so I really am a type of person. I don't want to do anything unless it's perfect. I want to challenge your thinking and question that. Is that perfectionism really linked to fear? 
Is that stalling, because that perfectionism can be tied to procrastination, is that stalling um, or that wanting to have it perfect linked to fear? I heard someone say, if you launch something and it's perfect, if you launch a new product, a new service, or just a sale, and it's perfect, you launched too late. Thank you, B. Thank you. I see someone's uh, testifying. I see that coming in. If you launched something. Thank you, Renetta. I see your one as well. If you launched something and it was perfect when you launched it, the sale, the product, whatever, you launched too late because really the process is your teacher. So that it could be a more of a fear problem than a marketing problem because here, here's the issue. You never launch anything because nothing's going to ever be perfect. Thank you for the hearts and the love. Nothing is going to ever be perfect. So then what you what happens is you don't put it out in the universe. So you don't know what the market is going to respond to. And it's not giving you enough data. Yes. Thank you, Miss Jackson. Um, great point. It's not giving you enough data because you haven't put it out. So we can't even we can't even determine if it's a marketing problem, because really, I'm just questioning. I'm just wondering if your need for perfectionism and control is really linked to fear. Again, going back to that self-sabotage of if I put it out and it's not perfect, it's not going to do well. People might not respond. What am I going to do? Yes. Thank you, Ayana. She's saying yes to a great degree. Yes to a great degree. Jasmine is also saying so true. So true. If you're just popping in, uh, thank you. We're just having a, a conversation here on Friday. Um, welcome to Valentine's weekend. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me. Um, if you're watching live or you're watching in the replay and I work with entrepreneurs a lot on visibility, marketing and branding. And as we look at things that people are doing and even just observations in the market, um, are people really classifying things as a marketing problem? Like my part, my marketing is not working, or is there a fear problem? So um, that's what we're we're tackling, and not going to be before you long, as they say. Um, all right, so perfectionism can be linked to fear. It can really, the root can really be, I don't really want to put it out because I don't know what people are going to say, and I don't know if it's going to do well. Um, the next thing that I want to hone in on about the fear, I'm dealing largely with the fear side of this question, right? Um, is sometimes I will see just in the market, people will stand behind their personality type. So if you're watching and if you're if you're listening uh, and you're checking this out and you identify as an introvert, put a two in the comments. If you identify as an introvert, put a two in the comments. A lot of times I will hear people that are introverts. Thank you over on Periscope. Thank you so much. Putting a two in the comments. Um, a lot of times people that identify as introverts, marketing activity feels scary. So getting on a Facebook Live, as, a, as we are doing right now, oftentimes I will hear introverts say, I'm introverted. I don't want to. This feels very fearful to me when it is one of the key marketing strategies that you you got to have. Um, and I prove that in the, the masterclass, again, that's scrolling across the screen. Um, go to joinsharvet.com. You can get immediate complimentary access. It disappears the end, uh, this weekend. It dis disappears midnight on Valentine's. Um, so I talk, I, I prove why you need to have video marketing. But a lot of times, um, 
Those that are introverts. Yep, I'm seeing it. Renetta is saying too as well. A lot of times people that identify um, and, and are introverts will, will kind of use that as, well, my personality type I don't is not someone that is conducive to social media. I don't like video. I don't like being at events. I don't like networking, which are all things that relate to marketing. So is the problem marketing or is the problem maybe a little fear? So let me just challenge the thinking. We're just, this is open. This is all in the spirit of love. Let's take let's take live streaming or video. Let's take that as an example. I'm here in my house, snowed in by myself. Nobody's here with me. Um, I don't see any of your faces. Technically, the system that I'm using. Thank you, Angelique. She's saying too as well as an introvert. Um, the system that system that I'm using, I technically don't even have to look at your comments. I could close that little little tab out and not ever see who's commenting or who's on the live stream with me. So from an introvert standpoint, it's just you in the camera. I'm just looking at the webcam, looking right into the camera. So that is something just want you to think about it as an introvert that you could do because you don't actually have to interact with people to do video. Think about that. All right. Think about that. Hey, Sherry, thanks for popping in. Hey, billionaire. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, OK. OK. Uh, Jasmine says she hates going live. Well, Jasmine sells candles. Jasmine has a serenity candles. Jasmine, I will guarantee you if you get on live, show your candles, talk about the scents. Don't make it about you. Make it about the candle and the product. And again, don't look at the comments. Don't look at the people. <laughs> Just focus on the screen and focus on your product. I guarantee every time you go live, you will have sales. Guarantee. I, I don't even have to. I'm not even shaking saying that. I guarantee you'll have sales. Hey, Erica Land, thanks for popping in. All right, so. We're challenging. We're just we're just chatting here on this Friday leading into um, Valentine's weekend. Do you have a marketing problem or do you have or is it a fear problem? Is there in fear? And this is related to mindset. If you heard my video this week, um, I just celebrated three years as a full time entrepreneur. Um, and one of the things I did a video that says 10 things I've learned. And one of the things I talked about was mindset that as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, as a leader. Um, yep. Jasmine's laughing. I promise you it's money in the bank. I promise you um, as a leader, as an expert. That there is a mindset, there is a mindset shift that you have to have. And so some this this topic tonight um, is not so much one, two, three, do this, because you know that's I cover that that kind of stuff in the master class. And you can look at my other live streams, but this is really about mindset and kind of challenging your thinking. All right. So if you are an introvert, I just want you to, to challenge the thinking and just look and see if that is fear. If saying I don't like to do any of this marketing stuff because I'm an introvert. Is that related to any type of fear? Uh, and then again, look at the example of video where you can jump on a video and nobody's here and I'm not looking at any faces. Um, and that's something that you can do. All right. Uh, and then there are other things that are related to marketing that don't even have to interact with. <laughs> they don't have anything to do with interacting with people like email marketing, which is one of the most direct ways to market. And, and I actually have a whole section on that in my upcoming um, a new program I have called the Platform Accelerator. I, I do a whole section on email marketing. So for those that identify and that are introverts and you're like, I don't want to be on social talking to people. Um, email is direct. And it, are you using that? And if you're not, then let's just check and see if it is a marketing marketing problem or if it is a fear uh, problem. <laughs> Jasmine, yes, Jasmine, I'm not going to change my um, direction and instruction for you. She says, you tell me this every time and it's not changing. There's nothing new under the sun. 
There's no, listen, there is no escape hatch. There is no secret, <laughs> no escape hatch, no um, secret sauce um, that you can bottle up and buy. The principles are the principles are the principles. No one's going to market, and this is not just directed to Jasmine. This is for everyone. No one's going to market your business like you, nobody, all right? So the fourth thing, as we look at the question, do you have a marketing problem or is it a fear problem? Um, some of you might experience what people call um, imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome. Have you heard of that? Have you heard of that phrase before? Have you heard of that term before? Uh, imposter syndrome is the feeling of um, I'm not doing as well as people think I'm doing. Um, imposter syndrome is I am not as smart as people think that I am. Imposter syndrome is I'm, I'm not really sure my product stands up beside other people's products or that I can fulfill on the service that I'm selling. Those are thoughts um, and they're called, it's called imposter syndrome. I actually did a whole entire podcast on that. So if you're following me on, on iTunes and charvet.com, just search imposter syndrome. I did a whole podcast on it. Those types of things. Then if you have those feelings, then they, they, they pause you. They make you pause and not do the, the Instagram live. Instagram reels, or they make you pause and not send out the email, or they make you pause and not go to that virtual networking event. Oh, thank you for being honest. Um, Erica Lynn is saying that's me. And a lot of people, a lot of people, um, fair to a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people, yep, Tyrese is saying, yep, those types of things. Um, <laughs> yes, it's like I don't, I don't do Instagram live. Okay, but can you just pre-record a video? So there's a lot of things. And again, definitely over Tinling uh, over on Periscope. Make sure you um, go to joincharvette.com and check out the masterclass for video, uh, must-have video marketing strategies. There's a couple things in, in there that'll be helpful for you. Um, oh, thank you, Angelique. Um, oh, wow. I erased my reel because of this. Ooh, I just got chills. I erased my reel because of this. And I know you are, first of all, your Instagram is, is killing. I love your branding. I love your marketing. Um, and and that's that's that imposter syndrome. And 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 you're not alone. You're not alone. And so sometimes what'll what'll happen is we will pause and we will hold back on some of the marketing activities that could get us into in front of that next customer, that next client, that next contract, because we're thinking that it's not good enough when absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. Yeah, absolutely it is. Tony, I love it. Uh, check her out on Instagram. She is the pre-record queen. So she doesn't do a lot of live video, but she will pre-record the bejesus out of you with some Instagram reels and all of that. So I love it. I love it. I love it. And pre-record, I agree. Pre-recorded video um, may be a better, may be better for some of you that have fear of live. I'm not saying you have to do live, but again, um, if you jump over and make sure joincharvette.com, which is scrolling across the bottom, the free access, it disappears. The video will explode uh, like Mission Impossible. It will explode <laughs> midnight on uh, February 14th. So um, go check that out. And if you are just popping in and maybe somebody shared this with you and you're saying, what are y'all what talking about? Who is this girl? Um, hanging out on a Friday. Um, it's snow. We're snowed in here in Richmond. It's a, a updo ponytail type of day. And I just wanted to talk, jump on video, you know, as we are going into this, this weekend of love and, and love is all around you, whether you, you have a boo or not, or what have you, love is all around you and just helping people think through, do they have marketing problems or are there fear problems? And if we can tackle the fear, 
first, then um, you'll see some traction with the marketing or at least we'll identify what the issue is. So the fourth thing that I said related to is this fear. And I talked through four things that we could highlight that show up. How does fear show up? How do I know perhaps that fear might be showing up? It's not a it's not a one size fits all, absolutely. So if you're a procrastinator, that may not always, I got some therapists that are here, so that may not always mean link to fear, but some for some people it does. So imposter syndrome, if you're feeling that I'm I'm not adequate, I'm not enough, I'm not, I did the real, thank you, like Angelique said, but it's, I don't know, it's not going to go over and I deleted it. Um, those things, that piece could be hindering or pausing you from some of the marketing, marketing activities and making you do some of the things that you know are going to help shift your business. And so I always say, and you all have, if you follow me for any length of time, I always talk about um, having 51% confidence. So if there is fear, listen, there's nobody that's great. Any Anyone that you follow, if you looked at Oprah, I'm sure when she launched the OWN Network, there was a level of fear with her. She People that you watch that are great, that have done great things, they did not do them absent of fear. Even any of the big marketing activities, they didn't do them absent of fear. I bet you those that put together um, those million dollar commercials for the Super Bowl, they don't know if the commercial is going to be a flop or if the commercial is going to be a success. They don't know until they put it out into the market. Um, so there's no one doing great things without fear. But if you can have at least 51% confidence, uh, you can still have 49% fear, but if you can at least get to 51% confidence, then you'll be doing, you'll be doing great. You are welcome. Shout out to my mom. Hey, mom, Betty Mitchell. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I need I need help. I hate video stuff, but it's about to be a huge part of my business. Um, so certainly first step, check out my complimentary masterclass. Join Charvette.com. Video disappears. Um, <laughs> it disappears. Uh, Valentine's. Um, but Video is not the only thing you have to do, but it is definitely one of the things that you will see the quickest traction right now. All right. And there are other things like email marketing um, that are things that you want to be doing. So good. I'm, I'm excited to, to hear that you are you are shifting in that directing direction. And absolutely, Erica Lynn, there are so many video marketing tools that are out there. And again, um, this conversation is not just focused on video. This is about any marketing. It could be attending virtual events. It could be email marketing, text message marketing, postcard marketing. There's online marketing, offline marketing. But if there is a level of fear um, there with you and how you operate, that can be pausing you. So Let's talk about, okay, we've dealt with the fear. So now let's talk about, well, what, what is really what is really a marketing problem? Well, how do I know that I have a problem, that there is a problem going on? So the first thing, if you launch something or put a sale out or what have you, you want to always want to check to see if it aligned with and attracted your ideal customer. Now, you've got to make sure you know who your ideal customer is. So that's one of the first places. If something didn't go over as you think. And let me just say this, having um, a few years uh, under my belt and having entrepreneurship part-time, now full-time for a total of 12 years, working with customers, a lot of times customers will call something um, not a success. And I will look at it and say, that's a success. So we are over critical on ourselves. So let me just say that. But if you deem something to not go the way you thought it would go from a marketing standpoint, and you're like, what's the problem? First thing you definitely want to check, did it go to your ideal client? Did it talk to your ideal client? Were they Was your ideal client and the person that you want to help, your product or your service, did they get that it was for them? 
The next thing that you want to do, which is related to that, is to check your copy or the words you used in the advertisement. Again, did that appeal to who you were trying to target? That's another place that you can check to see if there are any problems with your marketing. Um, and then also, did you diversify your marketing? So we've talked a lot about video marketing, but again, there's so much. There's all kinds of content marketing, which is social media uh, video marketing, email marketing. Um, then you get into spaces of speaking, hosting events, um, getting media attention. So there's a lot of different ways. And offline, you've got postcard marketing, you've got traditional advertising um, that you can do. There's a lot of different types of marketing. So perhaps you need to diversify what you're doing if you're only focused on one thing. And I think a great example of that is email marketing. I feel like email marketing is a place that people miss. Um, they collect emails. They, they might have some Something on their website that says, give me your email and here's a coupon, or they might have something on their website that says, here's a free, free thingy, and then give me your email. And then what happens is we don't email. And I'm not going to ask you to put a one in the comments. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to testify if that's you, but what I'm going to say is do better. <laughs> that's one of the places that is direct marketing. And that's why I included it in my upcoming um, platform accelerator that I'm going to be offering. Um, email marketing is money in the bank. Um, it is absolutely money in the bank because it's the most direct marketing. Um, social media is not direct marketing. Even video is not direct marketing, but email and text message that is direct marketing. All right. So there you have it. Um, and then the last thing that I will say is, on the marketing side. So again, we first we dealt with, and if you just came in, hey, I'm Charvette Mitchell, an online strategist that works with uh, female entrepreneurs and a few lucky men, um, really focused on their marketing and their visibility and their branding. And we're, we're tackling this question of, do you have a marketing problem or do you have a fear problem? So we dealt with how fear shows up, procrastination, potentially with that kind of self-sabotaging, perfectionism, um, personality type. We talked about that, those types of things. So if we, if we can push those to the side and say, okay, I'm, I've checked the box on those. Now let's look at if there was really a marketing problem. One of the last things that I want to say is that oftentimes people don't give whatever they're marketing, they don't give it time. So time is one of the marketing problems. Let me give you an example. And you can you can testify in the in the comments if, if this aligns uh, to any, you know, any of what you've seen or you've done, maybe if you're if you're a witness. Marketing is major. Absolutely. Um, Jeanette and then Angela. Yes. Nurture your list. Do it once a week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, nurture that relationship. Here's what I mean by time. That time could be one of um, the prop, the marketing problems. Somebody will say to me, I'm going to have an event and this might be pre-COVID, post-COVID, what have you. And um, I say, OK, well, when is the event? Oh, the event is in three weeks. OK, so and then they host the they market for two weeks, a couple weeks, and then they host the event and then they say nobody signed up. The, mar the marketing problem there was time. Uh, everything requires a launch and everything requires planning. And so for some people, the mark, the problem, um, the marketing problem that you're seeing is that you're just not giving it time, which ties back to fear because of the procrastination. So some of you, you just got to stay out in the market and let it marinate, you know, like a um, crock pot type in the comments. It's, listen, it's snowing here in Richmond. So I'm sure there's a bunch of uh, Richmond, Virginia. There's a bunch of crock pots going on. Um, type in what's your favorite crock pot meal. But you, the crock pot allows the food to marinate and to let the seasoning soak in and let 
And so you need to do that in your marketing. Uh, oftentimes, and this is common consensus in business, people need to experience you four to six to seven times before they purchase. Now, that's definitely true with service-based entrepreneurs, but also product-based entrepreneurs might experience that. Sometimes product-based, though, the, the timeline can be cut because they're impulse buys uh, oftentimes. But if you're a service-based entrepreneur uh, and leader, then people need to see you um, and see your business and your brand multiple times. All right. Multiple times. Okay, great. So I'm getting some <laughs> crockpot marketing. There you go. There you go. Chili. Thank you, Bishop. That's my pastor right there. Shout out to Bishop Joel Vincent Brown. So Chili, one of the one of the favorite things to put in the crockpot and let it marinate. So your marketing is the same way. So if you're looking and again, if you just popped in, um, the question that I pose is, do you have a marketing problem or a fear problem? And if you missed our discussion around fear and how that shows up, um, watch the replay of this. Uh, but once you've identified whether it's fear uh, and you scooted that off to the side, then we can look at if this marketing is a problem. And one of the main things and what I'm ending with today, um, one of the main things is that people don't give their marketing enough time, whatever event, a program, a a product, a service, a sale. Um, there has to be a launch time frame, and because like the crock pot, like that chili, the beans gotta get in with the green peppers and the onions and the tomato paste. And listen, Tony does the vegans, the vegan chili, and all. They gotta get in there and they gotta marinate. And your your marketing has to do the same. So chance. So look at whether you gave whatever it is that you launched, if you gave it enough time in the market for them to. Uh, see if that marinated, that good old chili and see, oh, hmm, I want to taste that chili. I, I need to smell the chili because it's got to stay in the crock pot a little while for the smell to come out. All right. So think about that with your customer experience, oftentimes for service-based customers. And I will say again, nonprofits and all of that fall into the same space. Um, people need time to, to see your brand. All right. Yes. Time, time, time. Thank you, Tony. Time, Angelique, time and patience in the launch. So let me capture this question from Brenda as we are wrapping up. How much time should go into a launch? Standard launch time frame without knowing what you're launching, a minimum of six weeks. Hands down, a minimum of six weeks. Now, if that is a in-person conference or in-person event, then you got to extend that. But um, if it's on something online that you're a program or service, Brenda, and if you want to type in what it is, um, I can hone in a little bit more. But typical launch time frame or minimum six weeks. Um, something bigger, you got to add more time to it. All right, awesome. Okay, and that is that. So again. Rolling, scrolling across the screen um, is um, just one last offer for you to free masterclass that I've already done. It's We did it uh, earlier this week. A couple people that are here um, were there. And so it's still up. The video is still available until midnight uh, on Valentine's. And then like Mission Impossible, it will self-destruct. So go to joincharvette.com. You get immediate access. And um, we talk about video marketing, four must-have video marketing strategies. So go ahead and grab that so you can look at it over the weekend. Um, and um, that'll be great for your marketing. And let me capture, hey there. Uh, Mr. Profit Ward, we need more videos like this. Absolutely. More videos like this are coming. Thank you. Thank you for being here. All right. And over on LinkedIn, I'm loving this. This, Thank you, Ms. Jackson. Thank you for being here on LinkedIn, which is one of our new broadcast uh, stations, if you will. We appreciate you. 
All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. We're wrapping it up uh, again. I am uh, Charvette Mitchell and I'd love to make sure you go ahead and get that complimentary video masterclass. And then when you get over there, you'll have ways to connect with me. Uh, join Charvette.com and I will see you guys later on the web. Bye. Stay safe in the snow and the ice.